0: Dr. Angel. Wow. Yes, it is. We look forward to this time every week. It is. It's my favorite time of the week. Oh, my heavens. It sure is. You don't get out much, do you? I don't, but no, (laughs) I really do enjoy. I really enjoy Uh, this. I know you do. That's great. I do, too. We're in our seventh year. Yeah. It's right. A, it's I started to say sixth. I thought, no, we already <laughs> celebrated sixth with a little party. Yeah. It's the seventh year. We've been doing this for a minute. And we are doing it. Why? Why do we do this every week, Go yard. We do this every week because we want
1: our listeners to have really great tools to thriving through their life, you know, just living
0: their life well. It's a counseling, life coaching show. And this 2020 has been an interesting year for Go Yard. It's not been our traditional year where we have a series of three or four things in a, I mean, a series of three or four shows, five, six, whatever, mm-hmm. ten. And, and, uh, and, you know, we just go from one topic to another. And we've got a lot of that right here on TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcasts, go to Go Yard, and you're going to find tons of shows or our website, GoYard2014.org. And on our website, those have titles. So we did all that. But early in the year, March, is when COVID began... And what did this show do starting about then? Yeah, we sure did. We ta- we tackled
1: coping with the COVID calamity. We did. As things were changing, we kept giving more tools and supports and helping people mitigate, you know, all that change. Right.
0: And I purposely, when we revamped or added to our website recently, I didn't put that whole series on there, but they are here on Tantalknetwork.com, Podcast Go Yard. So if you're still struggling with a lot of things with COVID, but I... You know, you can go and check those out. But we're all still struggling.
1: Yes, that is I so mean, true. I mean,
0: this is not over. And, in fact, if anything, it's spiking with yesterday 3,000 deaths in the United States. It's just, it's almost unfathomable.
1: And, you know, and it's really hard to plan. You know, now you say um, I was talking to my, my youngest son is still in high school, and he was going to make his schedule for next semester. And they said, well, we don't even know if school will be open.
0: right. Yeah, I mean it's that the uncertainty of day by day and the fact that I looked, I saw on some show the other day four maps. Like the the color red is like it was a, a case, right? And so what it looked like in April, what it looked like in July or August, what it looked like in you know November, and what it looks like now and. I'm not kidding you. The whole United States was almost entirely red, except for just little pockets here and there. I mean, unbelievable. Wow. It was, I mean, I just it, uh, thought, oh, okay, all right, no wonder. feels yes. like we're living in a nightmare. Yes, you know, because we are. We, we have been. <laughs> we have An to, unending
1: one right now. It, it's not over.
0: And uh, you would have hoped that by now we would be recovering from this COVID calamity, but we are not. So this year we have had a lot of shows that were relevant on a daily basis of what we're all going through. And that's the same with last week where we started a three-part series, Finding Our Hope. Why would we have a series like that?
1: Yeah, well, you know, this time of year can be a little extra challenging to find our hope when we add in holidays and financial stresses and family stresses and lack of time and more commitments. And then add a pandemic and all that uncertainty. And job loss. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people have lost their health insurance. Like there's been a lot of wildness kind of going on in people's lives. And hope seems to have dimmed a lot for people.
0: And with all that, you started your private practice about a year and a half ago or a little over that. I and did. you have been extremely busy, and and there's just been so many people who are living on the edge as far as their nerves and their mental and emotional stability. Don't you think, Dr. Sure. Angel? You know, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a
1: lot of depression. Right. People are struggling.
0: Yeah, they are. And you do, you can't blame them. I mean, it's it's natural for what we've been going through. It's something that this nation's never seen. So anything to this extent. So our jo- job here at Goyard is to try to bring some helpful tools to people, right? And you can we're on we just went on Facebook Live. You can uh, write a comment or a question right there. So go to your page, Dr. Angel Falzoni, or mine, uh, or. Uh, Where else? Right here on the station. Yes, we are on the station. Right. So uh, anyway, we just want to be a, a help to you tonight. Let's just kind of sum up what we talked about last week when it comes to negativity and the fact that so often our brains seem to go straight to the negative response. We talked about that in detail last week, and we won't talk about it that much sure. tonight. But I'd like to set the stage for how we cope here and how we really find our hope, we need to talk about why we are programmed like that.
1: Sure. I mean, it's just kind of a human nature thing that our brains are focusing um, on the negative things in our lives, um, right. so we we tend to remember those stronger than the positive things. Um, and so that can make it, when there's a lot of negativity around us, right. really challenging to focus on or find positive or to find hope or to focus on those things.
0: I was hearing somebody talk the other day about the events in our lives that we remember. I mean, like we can, a lot of us can go back and remember where we were when JFK was assassinated. You were probably not born yet. But um, what were you two? I was not born. There you go. There you go, Tommy. She wasn't even born when JFK was assassinated. And that shows you just what a young thing she is. Yes, <laughs> but I remember where I was, and you know the TV, you know reports, and all that stuff. And a lot of times when we are going through some really difficult times, it's almost like there's an imprint in our brain. You know what I'm talking about? I yes, remember I do. the day nine eleven. Do you sure. remember that? Where you born? I in? do
1: remember that. You
0: were born then? I was. I was actually. You were six. No, I was okay. pregnant with my third son. You, oh, good. That's encouraging. You're pregnant with your third <laughs> son. Okay. So but I remember being in my Century Twenty One office and sitting there with my broker and all of us. he was watching T V and he yelled for some of us to come in that room and we watched that second plane hit that tower and sure. On a little tiny black and white T V in that office, but I'll never forget that moment. You know, so I that, I want you to address that fact that there are so many things like COVID this year, that those of us that um, have lived through this, little babies, I've got grandsons that won't remember anything about what we're talking about, but those of us that have lived through it, especially adults. We're going to have those memories stamped right here, aren't we? What it we felt sure like. We sure do. And, you know, and when they stamp, it's kind
1: of like a slideshow, but it captures not just the image that we get with that memory. It captures, like, the feeling, the, feeling, the odors, the sensations. It like, does. It attaches to it, right? Yes. And when you, you know, it's funny when you describe, like, the JFK assassination or 9-11. Like, those were really, like, moments in time. And this pandemic has been an ongoing...
0: Moment. Yeah, that's that's a big difference, hasn't it? Sure, it, it, it is. Well, actually, it, this is harder. Right, sure, because it's ongoing. Because there was an end to that. There was a funeral from JFK. There was right. right. So we could, you know, move
1: forward and right. grieve and, like, you know, move forward through right. those moments. And they and they didn't just happen that one day. Like there was, you know, a process and safety protocol, especially with nine eleven. Oh things yeah, like, I mean, it yeah. changed our world forever. There and were we no still, planes in the sky for weeks. Were, you know? And we still feel the effects of that yes. all the time. Like right. all of our safety protocols, but like. It was still a moment, and this moment has been a long moment. It's been almost this whole entire year, and things have shifted and changed and keep shifting and keep changing. And
0: you know, I, yeah, and we're so used to, I think, uh, or used to life being predictable.
1: There, we are, there's a relative predictability, yeah, there has been for us.
0: For us, you know, like, we kind of know what it's going to be like in the summer, we're going to take a vacation, or da-da-da, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, we're going to go to grandma's, or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, and really, all bets are off right now, about anything. I was planning on going and seeing some grandkids in Indiana this weekend for a few days, and I can't go. Sure. Uh, I I can I won't fly. I don't. I think right now that's too dangerous. That's just my opinion. No no reflection on anybody else out there that's flying. But I was going to drive, and then the, when I've seen all this and heard all these reports, I just don't want to take that up op- that chance right now. I want to stay alive for my grandkids, basically, sure. right? Right. So um, I think that because we can't plan. Do you want to address that? Because this whole subject is finding our hope. And I think a lot of people feel hopeless right now because of that's one reason right there. Lack of being able to plan and do ordinary things that we consider ordinary. Absolutely. And like even thinking forward,
1: like we're at the time of year where where most people start like making their goals for next year, thinking like, oh, what's next year, you know, planning maybe vacations or this or that. And we don't know what next week is going to look like for us, you know, what's going to change and what's going to happen. And so when we have that lack of ability, like planning is that forward thinking that. That helps
0: to protect us and give us
1: hope that we have this to look forward to and that to look that's forward to. Ex- you,
0: you hit it right there. And without discussing this, this, is another wing at show, right? Sure is. But that's really a point that I think we need to make here with finding our hope. We've got to realize some things that are givens right now in this situation. Not givens from the past, right? but givens now. And you know what I mean by givens? Something that we... Right. What we have, what we know, what's going on, what we can work with
1: right now in the moment. Right.
0: But one of those is that our whole structure emotionally, mentally about planning and thinking, oh, boy, next year I'm going to do this or this year, next year I'm going to rise in my company by doing this or this. Those bets are all off right now.
1: Completely, completely off. Um, And there are so many things that are unpredictable for us. So it's really, like even, you know, I sit and I have been talking to patients and other people. And, you know, what are your plans for the holidays? And, like, a lot of them are really just not even sure. Because... They typically well, we travel be or see right. family or yeah. get together, and they can't. And so they're just—they seem at a loss. Um, you know, it's funny because there's been a lot of Christmas decorations go up this year, more than years past. I don't know if you've noticed, but like I haven't. No, but so many more people are decorating. But then there's some that are just almost like numb right now.
0: Yeah. And so I think one of the purposes of this show is to help people with their emotional mental health, right? Yes. That's one of the big purposes of this. So I think tonight, number one, we got to acknowledge this is not normal. There's nothing normal about 2020. No, nothing. <laughs> we haven't gone to any race games this no. year. We usually do. Uh, I mean, all kinds of things. Sure. I mean, you just you can just go list a whole list of things that are not normal. So this has caused, I think, a lot of depression, as discouragement, sure, uh, worry, fear, anxiety, sure. right? Sure. I mean,
1: we have it happening for so many reasons, but yeah, it's it's continuing, and you know, and some you know for people, the holiday time is it's a time of you know, a renewal time for them at the time where they get time off work a lot. Sure. They do fun activities. They look forward to they fun things with their family. They look forward to things and like these activities may not be happening right. or, you know, all kinds of stuff that's taking that away from them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it feels
0: really dim. That hope light feels dim. So that's one reason we're doing this show tonight because the whole goal here is finding our hope. So when people lose hope, what happens to them? And what is hope anyway? Do you want to go back over that? Well,
1: I mean, hope is the belief in something positive that's, you know, ahead of us and and that things will turn out better or, you know, for us in some level. And so when people are losing that hope, then... That's when depression, loneliness, isolation, that kind of all starts setting in on people. Right. And you know, we're taking away. You know, we talked about this over and over, but our, people are a support system, and we're taking that away on the level that that's harmful. It's that's harmful. hard for us on an emotional and mental it, health level.
0: It really is. And I think uh, when we be pre pre COVID, people kind of knew what their life was going to look like. Right. So it's that uncertainty that I believe nags at us because it's like, when's the next shoe going to drop, right? When's the next closure going to happen? When is my favorite restaurant? I can't even go in when it's it's where everybody's spaced way out. But what if the doors are closed then? There's no takeout. I mean, I think that a lot of people go through a lot of these what ifs right now, and I don't blame them. Sure. Because the uncertainty is there. It is absolutely there. And it's... And that
1: uncertainty keeps becoming more and more uncertain every day. So, like, you know, things, you know, just simple things like a year ago, nobody would have thought twice about grabbing a cup of coffee with a friend and sitting down and, you know, the local Starbucks or whatever. You can't do that. and Like in a lot of places right now um, or meeting someone for lunch. A lot of places still don't have their dining rooms open or you can only eat outside. And well, in Florida right now, it's a little cold for us Floridians to sit outside. But (laughs) like things that we just did without even thinking we can't do we can not do
0: so there's the uncertainty then there's the realization that things have changed and are this way for now anyway for sure. a while sure right We're we're
1: sitting in this and it's gonna be this uncertainty and it has been since March right and it's not going away anytime soon and people are getting exhausted with it I,
0: that's a good word because along with that uncertainty and that not knowing what's going to happen, I think there's a level of exhaustion that's a, hitting a huge people. huge level of
1: exhaustion. And I think we're seeing, you know, the emotions are really high and then adding it in with, I think, end of year and holiday kind of stress. We're really seeing, like, driving on the road has become so much more aggressive in the last few weeks. I don't know. People are just—it's just
0: anger and frustration. Much more, yes. And you know, last week we really centered our conversation on those automatic negative thoughts that we have, right? Mm-hmm. But this week, I think we need to really talk more about acknowledging these changes, right? Sure. Okay. The this is our new normal for now, yes. right? How, no matter how frustrating it no might be. No matter how much we it, do not it, like it. We right? don't like it. And we can pound our fist all day long. But the truth of the matter is, it's our new normal for now. For now.
1: It is. And, you know, we can't control it. There's, you know, yeah. and, and accepting that, you know, I think there's a lot of people trying, you know, they want there it's hard to have all of this lack of control in our world. And it's been a lot of it for too long. And people are trying to get control any way they can. And it's not in healthy ways for them. So, yeah, yeah, we can't. So we have to acknowledge I can't control it. All I can do is do my best to get creative with it. Right. All I can do is do my best from moment to moment.
0: Right. And so, you know, we're going to do a fun Christmas song here in a minute. But, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful time of the year or whatever that song is. Right. Mm -hmm. But for this year, for some people, they're going, are you kidding me? What's wonderful about this year? Sure, and, and we
1: have to make that. And so, yeah, our brains are trained to go to the negative thoughts, and we are trained to to look for you know the negative and things. But we have got to stop and get purposeful and finding what's good around us, what to what we have to be grateful for, what yeah. what we can still look forward to.
0: Okay, let's let's talk about one of those words you just said grateful. Okay, so we normally just associate that with Thanksgiving, right? Sure. That's the day of the year that we're grateful and the rest of the year we can be all upset about stuff, right? But gratitude is absolutely essential right now for our mental health. I it, propose I and, and I will agree with your
1: proposal on that. Okay, it absolutely is essential. Because we there are positives around, and we're missing them because we're so focused on what we can't do or what's changed to a negative way, and we're grumbling and we're
0: fighting it, but we're missing some of the positives in our world right now, okay, and why is that why what's wrong with our thinking so
1: just the way we are, I mean, you know, I think there's a cultural thing to it, too, like as Americans, especially we are wired to get things the way we want it. You know, we live in a Burger King society, we want sure. it Our way we want it now, right. and for the most part, there's a lot of things we can do that for, right, right. like and it's not that way, and it's hard to
0: just take each moment or each day. And try to make the best of that day. But I think that that is really what we have to do. We have to change our mindset to gratitude for today. For this
1: moment. For this this moment. moment, Right? Absolutely. You know, and, and we've talked about, you know, people who are thinking in their future and people who spend so much time, you know, thinking and worrying about the what ifs or this or that in their future. And then a lot of people who sit you know, looking backwards in their past and getting stuck there. But we're missing this moment. And you're right. We can't even think about the moments tomorrow yet. We have to take the
0: moments we have today. And so in a way, COVID's a gift to us, right? <laughs> and I know, no, I probably somebody's going to throw rotten tomatoes here in here in a minute for me saying that. But in a way, there are blessings that have happened this year for a lot of people in that perhaps we've slowed down a little bit. Maybe we've learned to appreciate people in our lives more. I don't know. Sure. I mean, I think there's
1: been a lot of opportunities for positive things to happen in people's lives, even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of our lives shifting and changing so many directions?
0: You know, I've talked to many people through the years as a pastor. I've talked to so many people through the years that have lost a loved one or, or you know, they're st- standing at the funeral of someone who's just passed away. And they said, I should have done this I should have spent more time with dad or I should have I should have listened to him or recorded his stories you know things like that I recently found an old cassette of my grandfather sitting and I remember when he did this I was probably 10 sitting at the dining room table in their house and they had seven kids so there were and a bunch of us grandkids everywhere and somebody turned on a little recorder one of those really little old recorders it's a long time ago And Grandpa's voice on that cassette, and he starts talking about how he fell in love with Grandma and, you know, and all these things, you know. And it's like priceless now because somebody thought to turn on the recorder that day. when it was just a typical family Sunday dinner, right? Sure. And I, I guess I'm saying that to say there's a lot of things we can do that we may appreciate a few years down the road. Oh absolutely. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Absolutely. You know I I know we're gonna go to commercial in a minute but I'll tell you a a good one so um, I have one of uh, a patient who um, has been working on sobriety and has been attending um, AA groups online because they went online this year which has actually been a great thing because he's been able to to participate in groups he would never be able to participate because they're you know geographical and well he hit his 11 months sobriety and usually you get chips right? right well there's no physical chips. He learned to woodburn. Oh, my. And he wood burned his own, made his own beautiful chip for himself oh to commemorate gosh, that's his 11-month anniversary of sobriety. There that's you go. the stuff that's come that's, out of COVID.
0: That's what I'm talking about. We're going to give you more ideas here, and we're going to talk about a word that begins with the letter I. And you can just guess what that word is that's going to actually help you in just a few minutes cope with what we're going through. We're going to break, but we're coming right back and don't go anywhere.
2: Radio for the Sunshine State.
3: Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas, including trauma, depression, anxiety, post traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees, including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at DrAngelsDevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557.
0: Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marcia today at 727 417 0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marcia McAllister at 727 417 0707.
2: This is the Talk Radio Network.
0: Second half of our live show tonight As always Tonight we're talking about finding our hope And, you know, um, that commercial that Tommy cut for you is so real about your practice. It's just amazing. Is that the best way for them to call you? Absolutely, Okay, 727-501-6557. You're busy, busy, but you always work out and help people. So that's great. On my commercial, that was cut when we started the show six and a half years ago. And that is my son talking about my real estate and I've been doing real estate now it's almost 30 years so that that like that's a little old on that commercial but with that said, my real job in life mm-hmm. is being a pastor yes and uh, Beacon and Hope Ministries is our ministry here in Clearwater Florida. We have a two hour show on this station every Sunday I tell you this for a reason so that starts at three o'clock every Sunday afternoon. But we also have ministry in Mexico, and that's because I grew up as a missionary's kid in Guatemala, and so I have a deep love for the Latino population, and we are feeding little kids on the streets, and we never mention this, but... Uh, you can go to our website, bohmglobal.com, bohmglobal.com, stands for Beacon of Hope Ministries, and go to the giving page, and you can give, too, because we feed uh, street kids a meal every morning, and at night, we are feeding the homeless adults that are sleeping on the streets. Puebla is a town, is a city of two and a half million people, so there's a lot going on, We've had a couple other ministries start helping us because the task is overwhelming. Uh, basically, when we give these meals, they're costing us about 30 cents a meal, which is so we can feed a lot of people. For And if you want to get on board for the, in this blessing, we encourage you to go to bohmglobal.com and go to the giving page, and it's secure, and you can give right there. Why would they want to do that? Well,
1: you know what? Being able to reach out and... Bless someone else's life. To, yes. To, you know, to plant seeds into people who really do, don't have it. Like, you know, they really don't have it. Food, a meal a day is a big deal for them. Yes. And to be
0: able to do something beyond ourselves, Exactly. Like, there's, the, there's hope right there. There you there's go. There's hope. That's why I brought it up. And I wasn't planning on doing that. I never talk about that, right? Yes. But um, it just came to me because the word I kept hearing in my heart all day about this show tonight is the word inspiration, okay? And I, I asked Siri what the definition was. What did Siri say? Uh, Siri says this. Let me wrote it down. Uh, inspiration is the process of being mentally stimulated to do something, especially something creative. Okay. Okay. And I just had one of our Beacon people, Betty, say, love that message about Mexico. So, cause we're all invested in this yes. ministry in Mexico and feeding these kids, providing blankets for some of the homeless people, adults at night, cause it's cold down there now. Um, inspiration is when we are suddenly, we are beginning to feel like there's something other than our own issues and our own problems, right? Yes. That there's other people in this world that we can help. And I guess my point to you in this second half of our show tonight, how do you find hope? One way is to give absolutely reaching beyond ourselves Reach beyond
1: ourselves reaching into other lives and making it a little bit better a little bit
0: brighter like that is a huge hope oh it is it is and uh, it is such a blessing to see the pictures or when I was just there in January and I would have been back there in October that was my plan Uh, But couldn't go with COVID right now. But I went on these grocery trips where we have six or eight carts and we are loading things down with everything we can to make meals. And uh, yeah, and there's a team in there that's making all this food and taking it out. The team is really three people, and that's a lot of work. (laughs) And his mother, Carmelita, who's in her 80s who makes these meals. And so this is not something that is just a little tiny endeavor. This is a huge endeavor. sure. And you can be a part of that. Just go to our bohmglobal.com website and learn all about Beacon of Hope. And you can actually join our our shows on Sunday afternoon, too. Three o'clock might be a blessing for you. But let's talk about that. In the mental health area, inspiration. What does inspiration do? How do you find it? I mean, for me, that it was innate with me growing up in Central America. My love for them caused me to start going back a few years back and beginning to get involved, right? Sure. Because I was inspired to do that, right? I was motivated. And so I think, Dr. Angel, a lot of people have no motivation. They don't even know how they could get involved and help people. Besides the little red Salvation, bucket, salvation Army bucket, which aren't out there now, I guess it's on tv you send it digitally or something oh i didn't even know that I but saw i haven't a commercial been in any store that. so i, I wouldn't know either. that <laughs> i haven't either but i saw a commercial for it go online this year but anyway wow um you know
1: getting you know insp- inspiration comes from inside of us it's that thing that makes us spark inside and all of us have different things that inspire right. us which is so cool and that's what makes us such an amazing like all of us together like it's amazing to see what inspires people yes what sparks them inside and you know giving and reaching and planting into other people's lives for some people it's you know doing art thing I I have someone that creates these wonderful art things but she uses it to raise money for like feeding the homeless there or you domestic violence shelters you go. but she's using art that's her inspiration, that's her inspiration. but it's, <laughs> it's art with a purpose is what she calls yes, it and it's an amazing it, you know thing for her to do and it, watching her talk
0: about it, like she lights up as she's talking about well, these things she's involved in. I get that, because that's how I feel when I talk about our kids in Mexico and, and our radio station there and how we are reaching out and helping. I, I feel that same thing. And, and here's the question I wrote down earlier today. Have you ever wanted to fill in the blank? Fill it in. Yeah. Okay. because some people have always wanted to do some carpentry in their basement or whatever. We don't have basements here. So that's like (laughs) why here we'd be underwater. But have you ever
1: wanted to? You know, it's funny you say that because like that has been one of the things I have really been using as a tool this year in the counseling room, um, especially for individuals. Who are, you know, really feeling lonely and right. have lost a lot of their supports, inspiring, like the gentleman I talked about who would burn his own 11 yeah, month isn't chip. That cool? Like he, that was something he always wanted to learn to do, and through the loneliness of COVID, like right. it was a perfect time for Now's him. Now's to...
0: the time. Right. We have a phone we have a phone call. Caller. Hey, it's Nan. How are you? Oh, it's Nan. Hi, Hi Nan. Nan. How are hey, you? How are you? We're good. Um, no,
2: I just wanted to to share how it can be very rewarding, you know, in the midst of whatever you know you're dealing with or going through, to reach out to others. Yes, um, yes. I can share a personal example. My father was in the hospital, and uh, I abs- I was not receiving <laughs> inspiration. I write a lot of poetry, but I had no inspiration, and until <laughs> yeah, I saw a doctor ream out two nurses in front of all the other nurses. It wasn't our doctor, thank God, but. It was like, it was so, I was so embarrassed for them. I mean, he was totally out of line. He was totally inappropriate. So I went out to to say, I'm really sorry that this has happened to you. The nurses just like scattered because they saw me walking out there, you know? But it was after that, that kind of jump-started some poetry for these nurses.
0: (laughs) Nan the poem.
2: The the poem. And, you know, the, the two specifically that got the first poems were the two that got jumped on so much who happened to be the two nurses that was tending to my father that evening oh wow and you know it was like oh my gosh you know so it was through observing this very inappropriate behavior from this absolute idiot doctor (laughs) in this facility i won't name it has started that inspiration going and ultimately throughout time several nurses got different poems it just kind of stirred that, but it was. Yeah, kind they of cool. didn't now, just get heard...
0: poems, did they, Nan? They also got cookies, <laughs> right? Well, they did get cookies. They liked the cookies after, <laughs> yes, after we the fact. They got the poems and cookies, Angel. Ones and We gotta,
2: you gotta feed the soul and feed the body that's right <laughs> i'm just curious where's my poems and cookies
0: well nan? i know have we gotten any of those i don't think i've no. had any no, of those i have not
1: no
2: we're gonna have to Wait, talk to what, her about. what happens is you have to get jumped on by a doctor in public and then i'll be able to well, <laughs> okay, okay, i'll so jump doctor. on you right. you jump on me <laughs> <laughs> there you go we got it we got it we, got we have hammer. our plan
1: worked out for you nan
2: okay but, but, was, i appreciate that i love it when you plan but, <laughs> but you know no, what nan that's a good point that's a really good point I mean, in the midst of whatever is happening, yeah. you can still reach out to others around you. Yes. And, and yes. You know, I was doing it for their benefit, not mine. Right. But I reaped from that also, you know. Um, and in fact, I, I heard one, one lady like, say, oh, yeah, we saw one of your poems. They copied it, posted it in the break room. You know, the whole, <laughs> it encouraged, you know, probably 25 nurses one particular point. So, you know, when you reach out to others, you have no idea the tentacles that are going out. That's of right. People, no, you don't. one thing you do is going to, you know, reach out to. And I think this is a time of the year, not only in the holiday season, but also dealing with COVID. Yes. You know, we need to get creative and look at how. Call up that person you had not talked to in a while. Amen. Send, send that person a note that maybe, you know, that you can't visit. You normally get together every Friday, you know, every third Friday night and do something, but you can't because of COVID. Send them a note. Right, yes. not just a text or. Or call. Send them write write down something. Don't nope. type it. Write it down. Handwrite it. Send it to them. That's exactly right. You'd be right. surprised. You'd be surprised how much it would help them.
0: You know, that's all I have to say. Okay. You are a blessing. We thank you for calling in. And we know you've been through a hard time lately. And a lot of people have, you know, this year. But these are great ideas you just gave us. And that's what we're talking about ideas on how to be inspired to help others, you know. Thank you, Nan, for calling in. Yes. You're welcome. And I'll work on those coins and cookies for you ladies, okay? Yeah, you better (laughs) do that. And you, by the way, and Betty from Michigan will be on the show with me Sunday afternoon at three o'clock. So they can t- tune in it. and be get to know you better. So thank you for Uh-oh. calling. <laughs> okay, thank you. You'll have a nice evening. Okay. Okay. You Take too. Um, you know, this takes an act of our will, doesn't it? When we can sit in our funk you know what I mean? Yes. Where we are just like feeling sorry for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're depressed. I can't go here. I can't go there. I can't go do that. I can't go do that. Or we can say, but here's what I can do. Yes.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's funny because um, my oldest is, uh, um, he like he's my wilderness boy, the Army One, Anthony, who went on a four-day um, camping hunting adventure over the weekend. And he's like, Mom, you wouldn't believe how many people are on the campgrounds right now. What an amazing thing for people to do. They can still spread out, but they're getting to do something yes, different. Yes. And, you know, they made friends with other groups of campers and had a great time. And it, it, the stories were so sweet to hear. But to hear that some people are doing these things and we need to be doing those we things. We need to be doing There's things. inspiration yeah. for you. And I will say I have... Give my credit out to anyone who was camping in 30 degree weather last weekend, but exactly. they did. You know, and he had so much fun, and, and he's like, I don't think I've ever seen those campgrounds so full of people. But that's a good thing. People right. need to find those things we can do. Yeah, we're limited. We might not want to fly. We might not be able to travel and do things the way we typically do.
0: But, hey, sometimes the way we were typically living well, our life wasn't so great either. That's exactly right. And you have a cell phone. Most of us do, right? And a lot of us have FaceTime. And I have started using that more than ever. My grandkids made me switch to an Apple phone this year because they all had that. and But it is so cool just to spend a few minutes seeing their face. I can't go there right now, but I can see their face. I can see the babies that have just been born. I can see, you know, I can see those things. So technology is our friend. It, it can help us. And it has
1: blossomed. You know, it's funny because I just ordered iPads for the business, and I found out I get FaceTime on those iPads. Yes. So I'm really excited about that. I've yeah. never had that before.
0: Um, but I'm excited to get to do, like, video chat. It. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it just, you know, when... When we take advantage of things like that, we take advantage of uh, creative things, like if you've always wanted to learn to draw, grab a sketch pad and start drawing. I mean, for heaven's sake. Turn on
1: YouTube, because you can learn to do anything you've ever wanted to do. Isn't that
0: true? My brother-in-law used to fix old cars, and we'd say, well, how did you know how to do... Oh, he said, I just watched this YouTube video, and then I figured out, I got the year, the make of the car... Figured out how to change this fuel pump and whatever, you know? Absolutely. He was always big
1: on that. Just go to YouTube, you know? You can. You can learn. I mean, I have, you know, another one of my patients who went and got those um, pallets, just old pallets from, like, Lowe's or Home Depot, and he's making a desk out of it, and he's making, like, cool things out of it, just having (laughs) fun with a free pallet, watched YouTube videos, and he's out there tinkering with it. How cool, though. Well, instead of just sitting around and feeling sorry for ourselves. Right. Or feeling bad about the situation or what we don't have. And yeah, we don't have a lot of things, but we do have a lot
0: of things. But we do. I was thinking today, and I can't, my house is too little, but I used to, when I had a bigger home, love to rearrange furniture, right? In the house. I just enjoyed that. You know, just clean it and everything, rearrange furniture, move it around. I can't do that now. Nothing can go anywhere but where it is. But, I mean, there's things like this that we can do to get a fresh perspective is what I'm saying. Right? Yes. Uh, Buy a crock pot. uh, Make make meals. You know, Nan was telling me herself last night that she did that, and now she's fixing things in the morning, goes to work, and then come home and— can help feed her family. You How know? cool is that? So, I mean, these are things we can do if we take just a little effort and be a little creative. That's what I'm trying and, to say. And let ourselves
1: find a little inspiration, and reach out of ourselves and you know we should always i mean humanity grows when we plant into other people's lives right like so we should all we should be looking for something i can do to make someone else's life a little bit better oh and if it's you know something financial or something and all kinds of ways we can do things to help someone's life
0: yeah i had a great aunt her name was aunt lillian and this was many many years ago and aunt lillian lived on a farm and whatever so she's like 70, 80, I don't even know what she was when she started painting, but she started painting landscapes. Oh, wow. Okay? And so she would give these to everybody, and they're going, oh, yeah, what we got for Christmas, we all got that same painting. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, I mean, to her, it was precious because she found something to do with her time because she wasn't out milking cows anymore. They quit doing that, right? So she right. had to do something. That's what I'm thinking. That's what's been in my heart all day. People, you need to be motivated to try something different. Do something. Sure. Fill this time that you have right now. It may be a total total career change for you, a hobby that you start. It could be. It, it could just be another thing that you
1: found that now you, it fills you up. It sparks you out it's a fun. little bit. And it's fun it is sure i mean and there's so many wonderful things that we can discover and you know i mean we are really spoiled i mean i can remember not so far long ago if you wanted to learn to do something like it wasn't easy to go find uh, you had to find somebody who could do it and then teach it in a class or pay money and now like we and our phones have libraries of millions and millions of things we could
0: we can go do Exactly. And learn to do. Exactly. I'm in the middle of writing my fifth book right now. And so yesterday, it was like getting back into that. I let it go for a while. Getting back to it was just inspirational. It was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I remember why I love this. You love to write, you know? Oh, yeah. So people, you have something probably within you, right? It's there. The seed of this thing or these hobbies or... This thing that you can do to help others, it's in there. You just have to be willing to pull it out. Got to
1: tap into it a little bit and write. And and the time that we're spending in the feeling bad and the you know groaning about what we don't have or what's changed or what's bad right. or what's the worrying, we could take that same time and let it ignite yes. the passion in yes. us a little bit and do something.
0: And talk about it because when you talk about it, It excites other people and it inspires them to think, oh, I could do that. I could do that. Or,
1: well, he or she's doing that. I might want to try X, Y, Z. Right. Something completely different. But, you know, when we watch people around us take like a new risk, like that's
0: inspirational. Exactly. Exactly. So, and the things we pass on to the younger generation. So I've got one of my grandsons is three, but he's learning the names of old cars. Like this is a 32 Ford. This is a, he calls the Mini Cooper, my Mini Cooper, the Mini Cooker. Uh But just the same, he's learning things and I'm enjoying teaching him some things, right? So guys, a lot of us have multi-generations, right? You may not live right near him, but like we just said, with FaceTime, you can have conversations about these things, you know? Sure. And you can teach. And so recently, one of my uncles is, he's in a nursing home. He's about 90 years old. And he and I had an hour talk about 32 Fords, 1932 Fords. And it was fascinating because it came with a lot of other stories. Well, that's where I took my first date or, you know, all these other things. My point here is there's generations, people in our lives that we can learn from, listen to. Mm Mm-hmm. And be inspired by. Oh, absolutely! That's the word of the hour: inspiration and, and inspiration.
1: And you know, and having this little the time. You know, some for some of us, we have some extra time because we we aren't able to do the other things that we would spend our time doing. You know, like. For me I've been having fun sitting down and, and teaching some of my kids like the real art of making homemade candy and canning their own
0: jelly and uh-huh. my boys Speaking my sons of that <laughs> your son Anthony makes the best fudge which you taught him how to yes. make yes and we sat and now re- that's went. a family event. It is, and it's an old recipe that was
1: passed to me by my great grandmother. Whoa! And I get to pass the techniques into you know my son, and he does a very good job. So he does. good that now when he brings it places, people think it's mine. <laughs> right? No, that's it's, like it's I told him like, I think that's it's your better gold than start. yours. I it do. might it no. might be. He's really good. I'm just teasing and, you. But. And he can can his own jelly. Like those are things that are lost arts. People aren't doing. But you know what? We found, and it's a fun activity. We throw it on is. some fun
0: music playlists together and we just we get in the kitchen together for a couple hours and and that may be what christmas has to be this year the people that we live with or or we're not going to be able to go with the extended family this year but we can do some things Mm -hmm. or facetime uh, you know at easter the night of easter i i don't know if you remember this but i had already arranged to have every single one of my grandkids and my kids on Zoom. zoom that night i do oh my gosh was it crazy cuz there were so many of us you know and the new babies and seeing the babies and so i'm going to have to show you some techniques cuz you can um, create little rooms within zoom okay i need to learn and then switch I, them around I, I need to learn because <laughs> it was chaotic because it, who whose turn is it to talk you know it got really pretty crazy but it was fun everybody seeing each other so yes these are things guys get inspired to make something of this difficult time is it difficult absolutely it's horrendous we agree it's really stressful and painful and hard but we can do something to make it better we sure
1: can and we can get that spark of hope and when we have it like hope is contagious we can give hope Yes, we can. It's a good gift to give. It really, it's the best gift we could be given this season for others is to show them that hope and to inspire things in other people around us as well. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's true. Ah, You know, this inspiration thing is so important because if if we will catch that for ourselves Mm -hmm. and say, all right what's my inspiration what can I do from this disaster that we've had this year what can I learn and look back 20 years from now and going but that's the year I learned to bake or that's the year I learned to paint or whatever the case may be right sure
1: sure absolutely and find make the good in our life make the positive things in our life like it A lot of things don't take a lot of money, like if we're limited financially, like creative calls are free, free, (laughs) you can get a free Zoom account. That's true. Um, And, you know, pallets were free. You know, like we can find things to do that
0: with a very limited budget that are still inspirational for us. And that's why we wanted to do this show tonight. Finding your hope has everything to do with allowing yourself to dream Right. Yes. And allow yourself to be inspired to do something new and different.
1: New and different. Absolutely. Give yourself a Christmas gift. Yes. I think that's the greatest thing we can do for ourselves
0: and for the people around us. I totally agree. We're going to finish up this little series next Thursday night. So don't. Don't miss it. Then Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we will have reruns from a couple years ago, but they will be really good. So uh, we're excited about that. Please tell people about our show, Go Yard. And really tune in anytime you can. And anytime you want to put up a question or a comment on Facebook, we welcome you to do that. Or call in, because this is a call-in show. So would you wrap up what we've been talking about tonight, Dr. Angel? Sure. You know, we all have a lot of reasons. And I think if I gave everyone a piece of
1: paper and said, write all the reasons to feel anxious, sad, depressed, we could fill it up. (laughs) I don't think anyone has any problem with that. But we also have a lot of reasons to find hope. And we have things that are good. And we have things that to be grateful for and to be thankful for. And we need to start focusing there. We need to let light the inspirational spark inside of us, the creative spark, the thing that makes us jolt a little bit, makes that smile, makes that glow, and tap into that.
0: Amen. Let's do it
1: absolutely
0: all right so we will see you again next thursday night at 6 p.m. as always 606 p.m. and you know we do this show because we love doing it right it's 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 part of our creativity right we are creatively planting into your life listeners and we do it with joy yes It, it is fun to bring this inspiration perhaps to you um Speaking of inspiration, I remember the day I pitched this show to you, <laughs> and uh, almost six and a half, seven years, seven years ago, almost, almost. And uh, you didn't think you could even do this. And nope, look at you—you've gotten pretty comfortable. Haven't you? I sure have. <laughs> so who knows what God's got in store for you, listener? And it's just a matter of you tapping into your inspiration and finding your hope. And we will see you next week. And this has been
1: Dr. Angel. I'm
0: glad you said because I never remember who you are. And Mama Mac. And see you next week. Bye. Good night.